Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Says, which I think they will, this game is not going to happen this weekend. But these players got together. I don't know if it's in violation of, you know, some mandate that the NFL had. But there's a real issue here because now if the Titans have another game, you know, you only got one bye week. And if you're going to add a week 18, we can't just accommodate the Tennessee Titans if they have games that they are, you know, postponing. And do you have a forfeit in here? And, you know, how do you sort through that logistical nightmare of going, is it their fault? And I don't know if this is the worst part of the NFL season or is this just the start of this because we had this in baseball. We had this with the Marlins. We had this with the Cardinals. And then everybody wised up. This could be the worst that we're going to have or it could be the start of what is going to be a very, very bumpy ride. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Our Twitter handle at show. Say good morning to Peacock. Good morning, Peacock. That's where you can watch the show, and it's free. Download the app. You're good to go. And also now 375 radio affiliates around the country. We're waiting for next week as we invade Juneau, Alaska. That'll be market number 376. I will arrive as a popular radio host when I penetrate Juneau, Alaska. 
McLovin, you got a poll question for me today. By the way, same month, same day, same year's sale. Whoa. Yes. Our very own Todd Fritz has a birthday coming up this weekend. Same month, same day, same year as Brett Favre. We are going to celebrate our friends and family sale. Sign up for the Dan Patrick Show. That's fantastic. Todd. So oh, I just I interrupted you. Inner voice. You've, we've talked about this after inner voice. Sign up for the Dan Patrick Show newsletter at danpatrick.com. You'll receive a special code. You'll get 40% off T-shirts in our merchandise store. Yes, Todd. I'm excited about that. Thank you, Anytime Todd. I hear the same day, month, year thing around this time of year. Well, it's you hear it because you're the one saying it. <laughs> that's, that's how you hear it. My birthday's on Saturday, though. I love that. Yes. <laughs> God, I'm thankful it's not tomorrow. Same month, same day, same year. As Brett Favre. As Brett Favre. Yeah. I wonder if Brett Favre goes around saying, hey, you know, my birthday, I would same day, same month, same year as Todd Fritz. Why wouldn't he? That was, like, that's, you you want to hear something interesting? Yeah, <laughs> me and Fritzy, same month, same day, same year. How about that? All the Hall of Famers and all the legends are like that. Like, Fritzy from the Dan Patrick, you guys have the same exact birthday? 10, 10, 69? No yeah. way. Yeah. And now they like him even that much more. When Favre goes to the Hall of Fame and he sits around with all the Hall of Famers and then there's a, like a law in the conversation and Favre will go, Hey, uh, did you guys know I share the same day, same month, same year birthday as Todd Fritz? I think it's funny, but when Trivial Pursuit comes out and all of a sudden that's the question and everyone is stumped and you're able to uh, play that little triangle that you could put in the Trivial Pursuit game, is that an old reference? No one plays Trivial Pursuit anymore. I don't know where you're going today. Like you're out of the gate on fire. That's a good Trivial Pursuit now I, re- now I regret. Seaton, let's call off the sale. Okay. Yeah, you I can't forget do that. It's a bad idea. That's not, don't hurt the fans. You know what? We're going to charge you double. <laughs> Why would you hurt our fans? Because of me. Charge you 40% more yes. now. Yes. Yes, McLovin. <laughs> you know all those Hall of Fame quarterbacks? Fritzy's been harassing all of them for decades. Probably Elway and Marino are like, oh, Fritzy. That guy calls me four times a week. He, they would actually know Fritzy. Every single one of them. A couple of them would. Montana would. Marino would. Favre might know who you are. I don't like taking no for an answer. Who else have you annoyed over the years? You name them, I love yeah, them at some point. Yeah, pretty much. This program is brought to you by The Home Depot. Pros have to do whatever it takes to get it done. Home Depot makes it easier. They've got delivery options to get you what you need, exactly where you need it, so you can keep doing whatever it is to get, get the job done. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Yes, McLovin. Okay, so there's a lot going on in sports. Yeah. Uh MLB playoffs, NFL COVID, NBA finals. So I have a series of Nick Foles, who would you rather be polls? If you want to jump into those now, or we can wait. Wait, with wait, them. wait, wait. A Nick Foles question? Well, Nick Foles against Tom Brady tonight. So our old question, would you rather be Nick Foles with that ring or Matthew Stafford, number one overall pick and never get a ring? Whose career do you want, Dan oh, Patrick? It's too early for that. Tonight's going to be a referendum on Nick Foles versus Tom Brady. Well, it always is. I mean, it, that's what it comes down to. This is, uh, you know, Tom's chance at, uh, you know, retribution. Yes, McLeod. A Bears question. What would you like the season to go? Nine and seven with, like, Nick Foles? Or would you like to sort of go five and 11 and reset after this Are year? we really asking Chicago Bears poll questions today? I mean, even Paulie doesn't care about that. That's true. Uh, we wait till tonight. It's going to be... It doesn't matter what's happening. It's going to be a Brady-Foles referendum. Buccaneers look to start 4-1 and one in a season for the first time since 2005. Only the Cleveland Browns and the Miami Dolphins have gone longer without starting the season 4-1. and one. Stat of the day, right. stat of the day. I'll take it. Stat of the day, stat of the day. 
Here comes that what stat of the day. I watched a lot of baseball yesterday because, uh, you know, Fritzy and his Astros fandom. Now, he, Fritzy yesterday goes, hey, uh, if the Astros hold on, we should get Dusty Baker on the show. Put the pox on them pretty badly. Yep. Good job, Todd. It must have been like a minute and a half later. Bang, bang, bang. And the A's take the lead. They refuse to go down. They will not be swept by you. You didn't, you didn't offer up any of the Oakland A's uh, right not. after that. Not only that, but I also I was about to send a note to Astros Media Relations thinking that they had it pretty much won with, you know, in the sixth inning, and that would have been really bad. Yes, it was. Within minutes after sending that, that's when all of a sudden the A's went on a barrage. And then I watched the Dodgers last night and uh, the Padres. You know, I'm fascinated with it because this is a Padre team that maybe thought that they were a year away from being here, but they've got some stars. There's uh, you know, a little bit of swagger there. Kershaw was on the mound. Bellinger had an unbelievable catch, uh, robbing Tatis of a home run. Machado's having words with the Dodgers. Can't wait for the next game. But uh, Smoltz, called that game, so he'll join us coming up a little bit later on. The uh, Rays and the Yankees, That I guess we have a new star. I, 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 his name is Randy Arozarena. Nailed it. Randy Arozarena. It's actually fun saying that. Randy Arozarena, he's now batting 600 for the postseason. Eight hits in 12 at-bats against the Yankees. He singled in his first two at-bats Wednesday, and then he uh, hit a couple of home runs after that. He's being called the Cuban Mookie Betts. And this is a guy who came over from the Cardinals in January to the Rays. Now, you, it feels like every uh, postseason you have some guy that emerges and you go, wow, where did he come from? He had a decent regular season, but one of the Tampa Rays said that uh, he's the best player on the planet. Okay. In the last couple of days he is, <laughs> Randy Rosarina, but uh, keep an eye on him. The, uh, the Rays have a record-breaking guy. Yes, Todd? A Rays Arena t-shirt? Or has that already been used many, many times? I'd be shocked if the local media haven't done anything with that. Well, he just started doing something. Yeah, but we got to get on. We got to get on that early. If he goes zero for four tomorrow night, then people who are going to sign up for the same day, same month, same year sale <laughs> aren't going to take the uh, Randy Rose Arena, a Rays Arena, a Rays Arena. It's something to consider. I'm not saying it's got to go into print right now. Into the you know contact the. Uh, Facility over is there. this a sample of what you're going to be like for the next two hours and 45 minutes? a little minutes. wound up. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I didn't have any Mountain Dew or caffeine or anything. I'm just feeling good. Yeah, and the guest list is okay. It's okay, but it's not award-winning. I'm nothing against our guests, but it's nice to have a guest each hour. I feel good about that. Yeah. Am I rambling? I'm a little, I'm a little hyped. Yeah, what is the story? i got to settle down. Yeah. The Astros lost, so I don't know what I'm in a good mood about. McLevin, uh, what other poll questions? What other non-Chicago Bears polls, poll questions do we have? I have a baseball-style question from the pre-show debate. Would you rather watch baseball like the Yankees play it and root for a team that just hits home runs, or would you rather have a team that you know is going to win because they have a very effective middle bullpen, which is how you win in today's MLB? Yeah, that's a that, shot at all you guys rooting for the Rays. I love watching this Yankees team. It's awesome. The Rays hit home runs last night. Yeah, but they don't have Stanton and Judge oh who do God. nothing but strike out or hit home runs. I know. I mean, this whole Oakland Astros series, there's been 18 home runs in three games. Just to give you an idea, 
I mean, this is crazy. There weren't 18 home runs hit in any full postseason series prior to 1995. Like, no matter if it went seven games, you don't hit 18 home runs. They've hit 18 home runs in three games. Crazy. But that's the new baseball. Yeah, McLovin. I saw this feature that the, all the cardboard fans are getting beat up in the outfield. <laughs> <laughs> you have cardboard fans that want to be moved to other seats. So do you think this is affecting ratings one way or the other? Like, I don't know. Style? I I I just know from my I, I watch anyway. But I think this is, you know, it's territorial. It's regional that you're going to watch your team. But I don't know if a Dodger fan is going to go, hey, Dodgers aren't on. I'm going to watch Tampa against the Yankees. I, and, unless you're going to go, uh, you know what? We could be facing them in the World Series. One of those teams, I might watch that. But, I, you know, baseball is different. It's regional. NFL is national. The NBA is strong regionally, but also, there, you know, there's a, na- a national spillover as well. And, you know, people keep bringing up this. Nobody's watching the NBA. They're going to play on Friday night. And, you know, hey, this is this title doesn't mean the same because LeBron would do it in the bubble. And I haven't heard anybody say, well, if he didn't or doesn't win the title, then it doesn't mean as much. But if he does win it, then we're going to somehow water it down. So you can't have it both ways there. LeBron, by the way, tweeted at 630 this morning that he was up. Just wanted to let his uh, his followers know that he's up. And he, he's going to get sleep when the season ends there. I don't, does he think the game's tonight? Because somebody better tell him. Like, you can go back to bed. But he's been in the bubble. I think he's been in the bubble 91 days. You talk about inspiration. You know, it's not, hey, I'm going to win another, my fourth title or I could get, you know, a fourth uh, MVP, finals MVP. It's, I've been in here 91 days. Yes, Paul. But which was worse? He was also at home for March, April, May, and June, not able to go anywhere, barely able to practice. I'd rather be at home than be in the bubble. With, with and I think when you're when it's a LeBron James kind of home. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like it might as well be a super like five-star resort where he lives. And I, I don't know if he's staying. But the, whatever the nicest place is at the bubble, he's got it. And, he may have the Mickey Mouse suite, but, yeah. you know... There's no way it's as nice as what his no. current home is. But at home, he's sitting there dealing with kids, dealing with family, and not playing basketball. You're not dealing with kids. You get to enjoy kids, Paulie. <laughs> and remember... <laughs> that's a guy whose kids are out of the house. That's true. <laughs> you don't watch your own kids. You don't babysit your own kids, by the way. That's a... Uh, time flies. Yeah. yeah enjoy <laughs> it. Enjoy <laughs> it, guys, because it goes faster that, than you I, think. I, I'm time that, flies. I'm that guy now. <laughs> yeah. And in the throat of this where you got kids with diapers off and running around it's crazy and you're just going oh my god you're like pretending to go to the bathroom until you just get five minutes yes. of peace and you quiet just shut the door yeah. and lock it meanwhile like, okay be right out and you're like, oh. meanwhile you got a three-year-old going dad <laughs> dad i'll be on a minute okay dad Yes, Paul. Sometimes I just go into the garage and move stuff around that doesn't need to be moved. The garage is perfectly clean. I'm just like, hey, I'm going to clean some stuff on the garage. So I see you in a little bit, and it's cold, and you know, it's not the cleanest place in the world. Just moving stuff around. Yeah, I'm busy. A little quietness. Yeah, I'm busy. Uh, Matt Miller, uh, NFL insider for Bleacher Report, with this tweet: A lot of chatter. The NFL could make the Titans forfeit this game as a punishment for violating COVID 
protocols. We'll make some phone calls here. We'll keep an eye on this, but I think that's... I'm, I knew that they were going to look at postponing this, but forfeit was something I brought up last week, and I was told by a source, it's hard to go, let's make you forfeit if it's not your fault. This, this week, it feels like the Titans may have thumbed their nose a little bit at the NFL. Like, how did, how did this happen? How did the outbreak happen? You got together, and, you know, it, it was not a sanctioned practice there. You can't go to the facility, and you got another Titan who was tested positive this morning. So we'll keep an eye on that. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern, or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Chris Haynes, Yahoo Sports Senior NBA Insider TNT, sideline reporter. He's known as Mr. Bubble, and he joins us on the program. Do you have everything packed up right now, Chris? Oh, yeah, yes, I do. I'm ready. I shipped I ship things ahead of me a couple of days ago. Um, I'm just – I got some suits in there. So, uh, you know, I don't I don't ever root for – pull for any <laughs> particular team to win. <laughs> But I, I wouldn't mind if it ends tomorrow. <laughs> I saw where LeBron's already up. He was tweeting people at 6.30 in the morning just to say that he'll sleep when he gets out of the bubble here. You know, you start to realize this. He's been in the bubble 91 days. How many days have you been there? 102 today. <laughs> 102. Not that I'm counting, but 102 today. But, DP, before, I got I got to pivot just like the debates from last night. You know, they ask, ask you a question and they, they, they answer something else. Yes. And so, to your point about the long ball versus catching, you know, catching a pitch, look, I grew up a big David Justice fan, huge David Justice fan. And in David Justice prime, to, on his side with him was Halle Berry. Yes. Now, I don't recall, you know, David Justice, big, good home run hitter. I don't recall Ozzie Smith having the hot babes. You know, one, one of the best defensive um, players we ever had in, in this game. I don't recall him having the likes of a Halle Berry on the side. So with that being said, I would pick the long ball. I would pick to hit the game-winning home run any day over a game-saving catch. I think as good-looking as David Justice was, he could be a light-hitting catcher. And, and Halle Berry would still have liked David Justice. So I think, come on. It, it, I, You're probably right. You're you, probably right. Do you realize that I did an interview with David Justice when he was with the Braves? And I go over to his condo in Atlanta. I was working for CNN at the time. Mm-hmm. And I go over, and Halle Berry's there. Mm. And I do the conversation. Now, nobody knew who Halle Berry was. I go in. We sit down. We talk. And you know, he says during the interview, he says, you know, I, I don't, uh, it's hard for me to go to bed at night because I'm usually watching, uh, you know, sports late at night. And she's over on the couch watching this. And I said, so out of character, I go, wait, she's in, in bed and you're watching me on TV? And he goes, yes. And I went, what is wrong with you? Well, we, we, we see why it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he liked me a little bit more than he liked her, I think. Priorities are all messed up. Uh, is so, there a chance the Heat extend this? I mean, I get, there is a chance, but the likelihood of a game six is what, in your opinion? Oh, God. I mean, look, the Heat are a resilient group. Um, they fought they, they fought back, in, you know, in game four. You know, I, I didn't expect them to have such a – such, make, it, make it such a close game with Bam coming back for the first time since game one. So, no, there's, there's definitely – there's no quit in this team. And I think they've shown it all playoff, and especially all regular season long, just how resilient they are. Um, but with that being said, man, look, I felt like if Miami got game four and the series was 2-2, I, I felt like 
Miami may have a good shot of taking. Because I think I think the way that they're made up with a bunch of dogs over there, I just think they're probably a little bit mentally tougher. But I, I just think personnel-wise, especially with the way Miami is hurting, that gives the edge to the Lakers. So for that alone, I think Lakers get the next game. I wondered about this, that LeBron was upset that you know, not that he didn't win the MVP during the regular season, that he got very little respect from the voters, you know, that the Greek freak ran away with it. And I'm wondering if those voters maybe realize, or, you know, if you did a redo right now, LeBron would have been the MVP for the season. If you included the postseason with the regular season, it doesn't work that way. I feel like he might get a little more love in the bubble for the MVP over Anthony Davis. If you have, do you have a vote? And if so, who are you voting for? I do believe I have a vote right now. Um, based off right, like if it if it ended today, yeah. Um, after four games, LeBron probably gets the nod. Uh, AD wasn't; he was in foul trouble game three, so it wasn't as effective. But you know, it's it's funny, DP. Like I'm gonna ask you this because I was talking to my brother Mark Haynes about this. You know, being that I have a vote, so when you vote for Finals MVP, it just depends on the the, the voter. Do you vote the winner based on? their performances accumulative in all four wins or do you base it off the course of the whole seven game series wins I, or losses? I wouldn't have a problem with either one and they don't give you guidelines because no, because every year I would vote Jordan MVP for the regular season mm-hmm. and even though Charles won at one time Carl Malone won at one time I just said there's no more valuable person to the NBA than Michael Jordan you get to the finals and I would vote Michael uh, yeah. He was just, but he didn't have, like Scotty could have a really good game, but it was still all about Michael. LeBron can have a really good game, but Anthony Davis is capable of having some great games. You might look at this, because I said, I hope the voters give strong consideration to Jimmy Butler for just some votes for MVP, for what he's done with that team in the bubble and standing up to LeBron and company. Um, you know, And if they got one more win, like Jerry West won the MVP and the, the Lakers lost to the Celtics. And, and Jerry was the best player on the floor. But Jimmy Butler has gone toe-to-toe with everybody in the bubble and taken a ragtag team that nobody gave a chance to. And I, he would be the one that I would lean towards. If you want a surprise vote, it'd be Jimmy Butler for the accumulation of everything. But this is LeBron, and uh, I, I think LeBron's going to be your MVP. I think he's going to have a performance that it's going to make it easy for you to vote for LeBron James. Yeah, and I think, you know, I, I would, I can't, it would be hard to give my vote to uh, a player on a losing team, but um, I, 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 I posed that question because AD had a, a suspect game three, yeah. being that it was foul trouble, and, but they lost that game. So I was saying, you know, do you hold that against them? in the four games that he won. And if he, you know, if he produced and had a, a star effort in all four games. So as of right now, LeBron, but we'll see. Yeah. But I, you know, I never know because LeBron's so polarizing that, you know, do people want to vote for him? Do they think it's a great story or do they not want to vote for LeBron and they want to give it to AD because, you know, big stage in Los Angeles, nobody knew if he had this mental makeup and, you know, he's played, I mean, the defense he played in the last game. Like, that was a difference maker, what he did on Jimmy Butler. But, you know, we look at the glossy stats there, and I, I, you know, LeBron will put up a triple-double, and, uh, you know, the Lakers win, and I think LeBron will be your MVP. So, I wouldn't lose sleep over it. 
but I I know that it, it you know if you really care about it then you agonize over it a little bit. I voted for Rookie of the Year and changed my vote on the day the votes were going in with Jason Kidd and Grant Hill, and it ended up a tie. Yeah, Chris, yeah. Yeah. that ended up a tie, and I to this day, I I was I I still think back and go, did I make the right decision that day? And it was just for Rookie of the Year. And I yeah. said it to both Jason Kidd and Grant Hill that I did that, and I didn't tell them who I voted for. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it, it, you know, if you care about it, then it's a privilege. Like the Heisman, I care about it. I get a chance to vote on it. And, you know, you're, you're kind of sourcing this out to see what's best. Yeah, I, th- I think you were all right in that, DP. I, I can understand <laughs> that, but, you know, those two, those two end up having, you know, great careers. Obviously, Grant was cut short, but, you know, it, it was it was deserved. It's like when you look at back at some of the co-rookie of the years, you could look back and say, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it, it was tough to pick either one. Whether, so I, whether it ended up a true tie, though, Chris, that's what I always wonder. Because sometimes yeah. they go, eh, let's just give it to both of them. Yeah, I, so I think with Finals MVP, I believe it's um, it's an odd number of writers who get who get the um so pick it. So there's no way you can get a, a co-Finals MVP. Uh, what are you hearing about the start of next season? So according to Adam Silver, who spoke with us, let me see, a few days ago, um, at the earliest would be Christmas, but it's looking more more like some point um, the latter part of January, and so I think that's what most players are. Um, expecting. Is there anything that is going to happen before the start of next season that we should keep an eye on? I mean, no, I mean, it's, I mean, it's we just, have some coaching vacancies, which I'm, I'm kind of surprised we haven't filled those. What, what's the holdup with Indiana, with Houston, with new Orleans? Well, I think Indiana has to see, uh, figure out, see what the Clippers are going to do first. Cause obviously that's the most marquee job that's available right now. And so you kind of want to see what names emerge from that candidacy. And then maybe you can pluck a few of those guys over to, to interview for your position. So, uh, you know, LA Clippers, they're in the win now, desperate, you know, desperation mode right now. So they got to get a guy who's going to command respect from day one. You and names like Jeff Van Gundy, Tyron Luce spoke to them last weekend. So uh, that, that's, that's the job. I think the other teams want to kind of wait and see what happens there. I want to thank you for, joining us as many times as you did and you know you were always fun and we we appreciate it i know it's been tough to be in there over 100 days but you always had a smile and uh we we appreciate our audience really appreciated your uh, contributions and we we missed the shoes in the background there they're all packed up and they're packed they're getting they're getting they out of here dp i gotta get home to the y are you are you home saturday are you flying out saturday Saturday at 6 (laughs) a.m. Saturday night is date night, Chris. (laughs) I I love my kids, DP, but I told the wife, I don't want to see the kids as soon as I get Uh, Thank you again, though, Chris. We appreciate it, and congrats on your success. Thank you, DP. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. John Smoltz was on the call last night, courtesy of uh, Fox Sports, and uh, he joins us now. Some festivities there, a little fireworks there, some bad blood there as well. What did you take away from this uh, game last night? 
Yeah, definitely. I think without the fans, right, you got to generate your own intensity and your and and, the, and I've seen that the teams that have the most excitement in their in their uh, dugouts, it may not always be received well because we don't typically get to hear the bantering going back and forth. Well, guess what? You can hear just about everything. And as a broadcaster, you know, all I could have done is said, look, here, I'm throwing my mask at you. I mean, that's all I could have done. But I, I, I could check a couple things off of my, my list of things I've never seen. I've never seen a glove throw that, that, that long, other than uh, Jesse Orozco, maybe when he threw his up to the sky and they won the whole thing, that their series. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of agree that I echoed the same uh, sentiments of what uh, Mookie Betts said. You know, the only thing you just can't have in this game, you can't have it both ways. You got to be able to take what comes back at you when you show that kind of emotion. And I'm fine with the emotion. Uh, it's just the emotion sometimes is trying to create something for your team because you're behind and you hope it had carryover effect and it looked like it did because they went back to back on, on the homers. Okay, but the Dodger pitcher who's celebrating yeah. gave up a home run. Like, if Bellinger doesn't bring it back, like, right. he can't celebrate. He didn't strike out the side. No, no, he was He, he was gave up a bomb, John. Yeah, he did. He did. He, was, he gave up a – well, it turned into one of the best catches you're going to see in a while, and I think he was so excited that his his teammate caught, caught it uh, that um, – Yeah, know, but he's he, blowing kisses to the Padres dugout there. I get I mean, it. I, I mean, I, I guess here's the thing that I've always said. You know, when you when you watch baseball and you see the uh, uh, exuberant celebrations on home runs, the unbelievable uh, bat flips, why – I ask you this question. Okay. Why does the hitters only get to do it? You never see we, – we look at, at Trevor Bauer, and he's the uh, outlier when he walks off the mound the way he does. I think as pitchers, as a group of pitchers, it's time that they start showing some excitement. I, I – I did the Pascual Perez thing, you know, back in the day, a little shimmy when I got a chance to strike him out. No, it's all, it's all good. I think, I, and I'm, I'm okay with pitchers. Dennis Eckersley used to, you know, shoot you yeah, down. You, get down. You're next. Yes. Get out. Yeah. We need more of that, I guess. I, I love it. I, I'm, I'm fine with all of that. I want baseball to be a celebration. I know, John, you got to get kids watching. And I'm not saying be gimmicky, but – if I'm a kid and I'm watching, it doesn't move. People throw really hard and swing really hard. Other than that, there's no joy in Mudville. And that's my biggest concern with baseball is how do you create an atmosphere if I'm a 10-year-old, a 12-year-old? Because you're, you know, your demo is in the 50s probably, mid-50s. Yeah. you got to create something that if I'm a sports fan, why am I watching this? Well, you're watching it because these guys have fun. Tatis, love it. I love it. You know, you want to do that bat flip? If you got a guy on the mound who's striking people out, punching you out, I'm good with that as well. Have fun. Every other sport does. Yeah, and, and that, that's my only point. It's like it, it's only kind of the hitters that get to do it. And, I, and, and look, uh, if a pitcher started doing it, it would probably be a little bit more entertaining um, because they have the opportunity to do it a few more times to the same batter. But it's, it's interesting how the only thing I would say is that the context of sometimes you can't get mad if the other, the other team's going to do something. You just can't. That's the only thing. And in the heat of the moment, of course, you can always have your, uh, your all right, we'll give them a break type thing. But 
when I when I when I saw the glove toss, I, I got to be honest. I was like, that, that's a first. And if he had the insight to be able to do that based on the bat tossed, like to do that that quickly, that would be. Um, I got to give him some props. I, I understand that the Dodgers absolutely love this kid, and and certainly if you throw a hundred and you got a wipeout slider like he does, um, I guess it's uh, easy to love him. Would you rather hit a game-winning home run or have the game-winning catch? Like if, if you could have had Bellinger's catch to win a game or a home run, a walk-off? I've always said, you know, um, I've robbed more home runs than any pitcher in the history of the game, right? I mean, that's, that's a fact um, <laughs> because I kept track in, in shagging fly balls. But I, I would much rather rob a home run. I think that's one of the coolest plays we rarely get to see. If I were commissioner, I would make sure every stadium – uh, except Boston, you can't really change that wall. I would make sure every fence has a chance for a guy to rob a home run. I think it's one of the most exciting plays. Um, the game-winning home run, there's just so much more of them. That that catch last night, look, that's a game-changing yes. kind of series changer. Yeah. And, and in a short series, you know, if that was the best of seven in game two, ah, you know, you got much more time to kind of rebound from it. That's, game, that's, a, that's a basically game two. Uh, of a best of five, and that's much more difficult to come back from. I had a couple of notes as I was watching the game last night. First of all, the ballpark itself. So you have two teams that aren't used, you know, it's not their home field there. Right. And and are, do you play differently now that you're in this bubble and you're not able to be in your ballpark? I mean, the Dodgers would at least be familiar with the Padres ballpark, and here you are in a, a, a different ballpark. And how does strategy change for these two teams? I think the biggest thing is, uh, you know, you're, you're, look, I mean, the ball's jumping out of those other two ballparks that they play in, uh, in the other series. So there's 18 home runs in LA and what, 15 home runs in, in San Diego. So the familiarity of when you hit a ball is pretty obvious to those guys. Here they're getting used to, okay, this was the first night that the ball actually carried a little bit. We saw some homers go uh, over the fence. It's a big ballpark, it's a really, really beautiful park. And I think you would play differently from a base running standpoint because the gaps are huge. Defensively, you're going to have to cover more. So those things come into play. Um, but what a, what a great venue. And I think both both clubs have talked about how uh, you know big the ballpark is. And, and certainly they've, they've squared up some balls that got caught. So if you, if you have some defense out there in center field especially, you're going to take away a lot of runs. Talking to John Smoltz, the Hall of Famer, working for uh, Fox Sports. He had the call last night with the Dodgers and Padres. Uh, you talked about Clayton Kershaw. Some of these pitchers have their own catcher. Explain how a catcher is that much different for for a, a pitcher. Well, the familiarity of, of of just being on the same page, right? There are times that you aren't on the same page, and that continuity kind of affects the flow. And when you know there's a guy back there that's thinking along the same lines of you, and he's doing your work, he's doing his work, and you've done yours, and they match up. That is, that is something that is hard to explain to the viewer that why that's so important. You would think that um, throwing to anybody based on your stuff would be okay, but the way a guy catches the ball, the way he frames it, the way his setup is can be appealing. And, and on the op opposite side, it can be a little awkward when you don't see things the same way. A bigger catcher, for example, might not frame well. I've thrown to a lot of different catchers, and there is a difference between the way they set up, how they receive – and how you're on the same page. You don't want to be out there shaking your head a lot. You want to be able to be in rhythm. How do you tell the other catcher that you don't want him? 
Uh, you know, the numbers will speak pretty uh, obviously. I, I think the disparity of the ERA between the two catchers, and not that Will Smith's not a great catcher, was pretty high. And sometimes the sample size isn't isn't good. But I think that comes to the manager. Uh, I've only had one instance where I, I felt compelled to go to Bobby Cox and go, give me the kid. Give me Brian McCann. It just happened to work out. We won seven games in a row. He stayed up in the big leagues, and the rest was history for him. History for him. But you've seen over the course of time that pitchers definitely are comfortable with, I guess, quote unquote, personal catchers. The only th the other thing you'll hear is, hey, we need to give uh, so and so a day off, so he just happens <laughs> to be the guy that catches this guy. <laughs> what were the Yankees doing in the previous game? Not the one they lost last night, because I think they may have lost the series by trying to be too smart to outraise the Rays with, you know, or, you know, the lineup, right hand, left hand, that whole thing. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, when you make those decisions, you feel like they're the right decisions at the moment, and you hope they all work out. But, you know, what we're seeing is a kind of uh, a confluence, if you will, between the organizations that have um, – in this setup, which we have never seen with no off days, have the ability to be able to go deep in a series, which gives them the advantage depth-wise. I, I, in my memory, I don't remember too many series where you go in and go, we don't have a fourth or a fifth starter. And in some cases, we didn't have a third starter. But the Yankees kind of have that. And to your point, I, I, I'm, I'm a little intrigued with why they set up, you know, uh, the situation the way they did. And, and you're right. It, it, if they don't win this game, I'm, I'm assuming that, Garrett Cole would pitch game five. Yeah. But this format is really going to either shed light on some things or expose some things for these clubs. I just think it gives the, the team with the best depth the best chance to move forward. And you might very well say the Rays have the best depth in the American League for sure. Yeah, I, I have the Rays and the Dodgers in the World Series. But if you said that it was going to be the Dodgers and Astros, I'd sign up for that right now. Well, the storylines, there'd be a lot to talk about, right? I mean, there would be, you want to talk about um, the emotion and the things that you're going to see. Now, at that point, we'll still, we'll have some fans, which would be nice. It won't be uh, a packed house, but at least some But, fans but not ho home ballparks, right? Correct. Yeah, correct. And, and I think, look, I understand. I totally understand where the Astros are as a team. I just think it's hard sometimes you, you got to bite your tongue and, and you just got to prove it. You just got to go out and prove it. And that's what they're doing. They're playing great team baseball and they've lost a lot of stars. And certainly the narrative is going to be one that you really can't speak to if you're them um, because it just has one of those, you just know when, you know, scenarios attached to it. Yeah. And I don't want to hear from them. I don't want it to be, Hey, you, you know, can you criticize us now? If, if you could play this way, then why did you cheat? That was That's still what I keep coming back to. If you're this good, we thought you were this good, then why did you cheat? Yeah, I, and again, like I said, it's it's this year will come and go. We'll, we'll find out a, a champion. We'll be able to talk about, I think, the hardest road, road to a champion ever. I think the, the World Series winner is going to have a uh, no asterisks and, by the way, probably the hardest journey that they've ever had not even taking into considerations the COVID journey. It's just the tournament itself present, presents so many uh, tough obstacles. And, I, and I'll say this, nobody has more pressure than the Dodgers. And the yeah. second most team that has the pressure is probably the Yankees. Um, but nobody has had more pressure than the Dodgers, and they've handled it so far um, incredibly well. Yeah, I just get a sense of when they win, it's relief, not celebration. Yeah, 
that's that's a good it's a good depiction of where they're at because you think about that first series is a scary uh, best of three, and then this series, of course, with it's rare that you have the two best records playing this early, but that's the way it's set up, and and it just so happens the Padres have unfortunately lost some key pitching yeah. uh, to to not be able to mix and match the way they they thought they could against you know the bullies of their uh, division because for the last five years they've had their their way with the Padres and it's a new it's going to be a new next five years uh, in the in the West. There's certain pitchers, you know. I thought Pedro had his Sandy Koufax moment. He had like five or six years, which he was just incredible in the American League in that ballpark. You know, obviously Sandy Koufax. You you pitched with Maddox on your team. Kershaw's had that run as well. Does Kershaw fit in with those guys with having that five six year window that is historical? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean. I, when when I do a game, you know, you dive back into the numbers and you got to check it like three times. Go, really? This is his career numbers? It doesn't seem, it it just seems like it's a video game. And I think, to his credit, what he's been able to do over the course of his career, and in, in this era, he's the perfect pitcher that could pitch in any era. Like they talk about certain pitchers, fifteen years ago that couldn't pitch today. They're probably right, but in the sense that this era is a swing and miss and Homer era. He has still dominated because he's figured out how to do that. And I'll tell you the one thing, you know, I know we're going to all talk about his postseasons ups and downs, but you watch at the end of his career, it's going to be more up than it is down. And that's the one thing, keep giving the ball on the guy in this, in this time frame, and he's going to deliver. I think it's a great point. And I was, I was thinking about that, that I wanted to ask you as I watch him and he gets so many swings and misses. And in this game now, it is a swing and either connect or miss. You don't put the ball in play. And to have that ability, you know, he was topping out at like 92, I think, on his fastball. But, you know, that's just to kind of keep you honest there. You know, that. but those breaking balls and these guys swinging for the downs there, you know, I don't, how would Maddox have been in today's game where he wanted you to put the ball in play? I, I, I love this question, and I, and I will argue with anybody who thinks that he would get beat up. There's no way. He would absolutely dominate in this era. The one thing about the style of hitting is there's no adjustments, right? So I get the fact that the easiest way to score is to hit a home run. So you wait for a mistake. You don't have to alter your swing, and you and you mash him. He's not going to give you a chance to get the ball in the area where you want to. And that's the one difference between the style of pitching today where you live in the zone with stuff because the stuff is phenomenal. But when you make a mistake, it goes a long way. <laughs> and I just don't think Greg makes a lot of mistakes. I watched over the course of his career just carve guys up on the corners and be able to get them to chase velocity, then change speeds. And I think that's the one – you know, it's very difficult to transcend kind of eras. I wish we could do it, and we could do it statistically, but you can't do it in your mind to think like, oh, this guy would get killed and this guy would do this. I know his strike – Strikeouts would go up and his homers would go up, but I don't think he would suffer because the style of hitting would cause him to suffer. It would be his pitching that would expose the style of hitting. John, of course, uh, in the Hall of Fame, but you did have three career stolen bases. Oh, yeah. Didn't you steal third ones? You know, I was, I was, a, b- before people ever got to know <laughs> me as a pitcher, I was the official pinch runner when I got called up under Russ Nixon. And I still talk about one of the most infamous moments of where I pinch ran in San Diego 
And I was called earlier than I was prepared for because I didn't have my spikes on. I had my turf <laughs> sheet on. And, and, I, and I say this all the time. I had milk duds. I was enjoying a great game in the dugout. And I got called in and I couldn't find my helmet. Jody Davis was at first. I had to shove the box of milk duds in my back pocket. <laughs> and it took about five minutes to get a helmet. I realized as I was running out, he had my helmet. We switched helmets. I got to first. Benito Santiago was behind the plate, so I was scared to death to get picked off. I got thrown out at second by uh, just a little bit on a, on a, I think it was a bunt, and I slid on my milk duds, and I got chewed out later by my manager for not having spikes. So, but I say all that, that I did have speed back then, and no, it doesn't look like, it didn't look like it, I did, but I have, yeah, three stolen bases in my career. Milk in the postseason, I have a stolen base, too. Oh, I think of course I'm you do. One. Yeah. Only have that. Yeah. Not many pitchers have a stolen base in the postseason. Did I tell you I've robbed back-to-back homers on back-to-back pitches in the, in the, in the, in BP? That's still – I mean, I just thought I'd throw that out there. It's hard to do. Back-to-back well, pitches. No, people still talk about that. Oh, good. Yeah. And I have a baseball card robbing a home run. <laughs> favorite baseball card. Uh. I'm not going to bring up the Barry Bonds home run or anything like that. Yeah, this should probably should. He no. did do it though. He said what he was going to do, and he did it. <laughs> and you threw Twice. and you threw a great pitch. <laughs> Twice. Yes. It's, bad man. it's always a great pitch. Man, he hit a great pitch there. You know, yeah. nobody ever says, "Man, he hit a crappy pitch there." Uh, John will be on the call with uh, Matt Vasgersian uh, tonight. Game three. Padres Dodgers at 9 Eastern exclusively on MLB Network and then game four, potential game five, where on uh, air on Fox Sports one. Great to talk to you. We'll be uh, watching tonight, John. You got it. Thank you. That's uh, Johnny Smoltz. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine to noon Eastern or six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at FoxSportsRadio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. 
Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Eric Bacharach covers the Titans for the Tennessean, and he joins us now. Eric, what's the latest with the game this weekend between the Titans and the Bills? Uh, Dan, I think everything is is very much firmly up in the air at this point. I think everything is on the table. I, you know, I still think that a forfeit is is probably unlikely. Um, you know, there, there's a few reasons for that. Uh, number one, it costs everyone money. It costs the NFL. It costs you know not only the Titans but but the Bills players. Their game checks uh, would be void if if that were to happen. Uh, you know, it's unfair to the Steelers, I think. Does, does that game, the, the game that got rescheduled last week, does that game also uh, become forfeit now that, um, you know, this upcoming game has been forfeit? So there's a lot of sort of ripple effects that that come into play with that. Um, you know, I, I don't think uh, as we stand here now, there's any way that the game gets played as scheduled Sunday noon, just again with another positive test this morning. The Titans have had 23 uh, since September 24, uh, eight of the last 10 days, they've returned at least one positive test. So I, right now, I don't think there's any way that game gets played as scheduled on Sunday. Is the NFL in town investigating the Titans? Yes, they, they've been in town since Friday, uh, since last Friday, investigating the Titans. That on that investigation, uh, as of this morning, to my knowledge, is ongoing. Uh, obviously, they were looking into uh, the incident that, that kind of came to light Yesterday, first reported by Paul Kaharski about the the Titans meeting at a private school in the Nashville area. Uh, it was about 15 players. Uh, that was on September 30th, last Wednesday, which would have been a day after the team facility closed um, and the outbreak first came to light. Uh, eight positive tests the day before those those players met. Uh, and I just had a leak source confirmed that the Titans were informed that day that uh, in-person activities were prohibited. Them and the Vikings were, were both told that. Um, you know, so fines, uh, potential draft pick losses, you know, penalties are coming. Those, those are coming uh, down the pipeline at some point. You know, whether whether or not, you know, the, the NFL finds more, again, that that's only one instance that the NFL is looking into. All of that kind of remains to be seen, and we'll see if, if that leads to a forfeit. To me, again, that, that uh, eventuality seems unlikely. Do we know, are there marquee players who have tested positive or may be held out of this game if they played? I, I know, you know, we're not a, a HIPAA laws and all of those things, but I, I don't know. At first, it was a long snapper, and it felt like it was right. a backup and people in the, you know, management. But I, I don't know. How, how deep does this go with that roster? Have, has anybody found out? Yeah, so as every day the, the Titans are required to, to – place the, the players that tested positive on the COVID-19 list. So that happens every afternoon uh, around 3.30 or 4.30 Eastern. 
so to this point, there's been five starters, uh, including the two top defensive linemen, Jeffrey Simmons, Daquan Jones. Yesterday, Corey Davis, uh, their number two receiver, was placed on the COVID-19 list for a positive test. They also have Adam Humphreys and, and Bo Brinkley, the lawn snapper, would also be included in that list of starters. Uh, you know, so that, that's that's obviously substantial. But anyway, you slice it, taking 13 players away from a team, yeah. you know, which to this point is the list. Um, you know, th- there's there's no way to go into a game and kind of just be prepared with that many guys missing. Uh, we spoke with Mike Rabel earlier this week, and he indicated that you know the the only way to make this work from a number standpoint is to get practice players, uh, practice squad players involved on game day. So. Um, you know, even if this, you know, let's say the game is pushed back to Monday or Tuesday, which would, you know, cause a ripple effect with, with the, uh, the bill scheduled game for next Thursday against the Chiefs, um, you know, you would still think that most, if not all of those players are still absent. And, uh, you know, that, that would be a, a, a severe handicap on the Titans for sure. Yeah, but also, you know, what it's doing to these other teams. I think the NFL's got to look at this and say, all right, we're going to let the Titans dodge a bullet. We'll reschedule the game with the Steelers now this time around. And if there's a possible impact on, you know, other teams here, I think, you know, the NFL's got to crack down pretty hard on the Titans here. And I, I, that's why I wouldn't be surprised there's a forfeit just to say we don't want to have a situation happen like baseball where the Marlins – went willy-nilly, and the Cardinals did too, and nearly shut down the season for a while. So I, I don't know. I, I, I think that you're in some dangerous territory here when it comes to the impact on these other teams that have you know done it the right way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and honestly, Dan, if you go back to uh, the Saturday before the Titans Week 3 game against the Vikings, that, that's when Shane Bowen, the outside linebackers coach, who's kind of been a de facto defensive coordinator for the Titans this year, they don't have a defensive coordinator by title that's when he first tested positive and you know he, he's the outside linebackers coach again the facto defensive coordinator he's you know in the mix with a lot of players a lot of team personnel he was the only one that didn't travel with the team to minnesota that that game um so you would think you know with contact tracing and all that some some players maybe should have stayed back to avoid this to prevent you know the spread uh, of, of the spread any further. Uh, you know we've seen that the Vikings return no positive tests, which is good. But again, it, it, it kind of just goes back to to con- contact tracing, the incubation period for this thing, which you know the CDC says is 14 days. Which you know we're coming up on that now. Theoretically, the next couple of days we could also see a, a few more positive tests. So uh, I, I just think any way you slice it, it's it's a total nightmare scenario for the Titans and the NFL. Eric, great stuff. We appreciate you joining us, and uh, we'll keep an eye on what you're reporting. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. And that's Eric Bacharach. He covers the Titans for the Tennessean. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Oh, I got Tom Curran who just popped up and looks like – wait, Tom, do you – you, you look like you were frustrated or angry they or did what? This. what? They did this last year. Let's go. I mean, they did this. And they came up with the ridiculous assertion that Franco Harris and the Immaculate Reception was the greatest player in NFL history. But, but that's not in a Super Bowl. Right. Which is bizarre to even contend that it was because clearly it's the Malcolm Butler interception. It happens at the end of the game. The Tyree thing, there were 13 other things that had to happen after that play. I mean, it's the Butler thing. Yeah, I agree. I, that's what I would say. But I'm just I, so mad at McLovin. Why? Just his contention. And he's got a better head on his shoulders than this. And it's disappointing to see him in decline. Oh. Wow. 
Yes, McLovin. By the way, I just want to make sure your fan base knows uh, Nick Foles is uh, going against Tom Brady tonight. Uh, who won that Super Bowl, Tom? Uh, that would be the, the Eagles won that Super Bowl because Malcolm Butler was consigned to the bench. <laughs> uh, the, okay. offic- the official introduction, Tom Curran, the Patriots insider for NBC Sports Boston. Like, when do you become an insider? Like, you go from a reporter to an insider. Is yeah. that, there's something that happens that all of a sudden? Yeah. Definitely. Good question. And there's a point at which you're peripheral guy. And so you go from reporter to straight reporter, then peripheral guy, periphery guy, and then you're an insider. Um, and there's just there's certifications that you have to go through mm. um, that I think that, you know, I'd love to get into now, but it's more detailed than we really have the time for. But I'm in there. I'm kind of a Patriots outsider. I know you are. Yeah. Hashtag Tommy. Yeah. Hashtag Tommy. When's the last time you communicated with uh, Tom Brady? Uh, the camp. You know how we like to do that? <laughs> I rode my horse past the camp this week. Um, he was in his teepee, didn't get a chance to say hello. Um, but, yeah, the camp I usually stay in, in steady communication with. Really? But, yeah. It's funny. I mean, you've, you've communicated with Brady over the years, I would imagine. Hashtag. I try to keep that quiet. I don't like to put that out there. Let everybody go, oh, you must know him. I just, what I do in my private life is, it's called private, Tom. Same thing with the insidery stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to let you know how I got to here. But what, but what questions do you have for Brady now that you'd be curious about? How much better is the Tampa Bay offensive experience right now with the players you're surrounded by than mm. the final year of the New England Patriots or the final two years of the New England Patriots. And is there any wistful looking up at New England and saying, wow, I kind of miss it up there. I would guess the answer to the latter is no, 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 no. This worked out perfectly for everybody involved. And the animosity while somewhat there is not great enough that it damaged anything long-term. What do you think? What would you ask? I I think that's, I think that's the, the place that I would start is how different is the experience there? And is it what you thought it was going to be? Uh, how, how many games, how often do you uh, check on what the Patriots do? How curious are you? What teammates do you stay in con? How, when do you want me to stop there, Insider? I mean, I- You know what? It, no, that's fine. There was an interesting juncture in the game the other day where um, Brady had to take a timeout or a penalty because, and he got yelled at from the sideline. And if there were fans in the stands, you wouldn't have heard this. But he had to take a timeout or they took a penalty. Either way, the clock ran out um, and someone yelled to him, just snap the ball. And he yelled at the sideline. He was still bleeping moving. (laughs) And no one really picked up on that. But I think that his patience right now seems to be paper thin in general as he gets older, as as yours did too, as the the fellows have told me. Yes. And I'm in in decline as well. Uh, Um, Cam's status for this weekend is? I honestly wish I could have a glib answer for you or even an accurate answer. The fact that we don't know whether or not he's been tested and tested negative yet makes it impossible for me to give a clear answer. So I I can't, I don't even want to guess. Um, I guess the better question is whether there's a game or not. What do you think there will be a game? I don't think there will be a game. And I tried to pin Belichick down this morning on what do you need to prepare when you look at the Patriots had their Monday erased and played a football game, had their Tuesday erased by the commute home, and then have had Wednesday and Thursday erased by not being able to be in the facility. You have 
physical treatments that need to go on. You have scouting and preparation that needs to go on. You have two quarterbacks who have yet to take a practice rep in advance of playing either of these two games. It's going to be a point at which you say, you know what, we, this isn't really what we're trying to put out as a product, is it? What about Stefan Gilmore? Same thing. And it, it's interesting, you know, Adam Schefter spoke on Philadelphia radio uh, about having heard that Gilmore and Newton dined together last Friday night. Now that was in advance of Cam learning that he was COVID positive. So it's not a transgression necessarily that they dined together, but this amplifies the fact that Gilmore didn't test positive until Wednesday. So you can incubate over that period of time. We'll find out whether anybody on that close contact plane was infected, but I would imagine Gilmore, I'd have to answer the same way, Dan, unless I know if he's had a negative test and he's asymptomatic, I can't answer. When do you think the NFL is going to let the Patriots and Broncos know? Because it feels like we're, everybody's all in on what's going on with the Titans and Bills. Yeah. And, and that is in jeopardy. It, you know, they're not, you're saying they may not play or you don't think they will. Whereas now we're hearing Diana Rossini said they might move that game to Monday. Uh, for the Bills and the Titans. So any when does the NFL have to inform these teams? Well, I mean, Denver would fly on Saturday. And coming west to east, you'd, they'd have to fly a little earlier in the day. I think, yeah, earlier in the day. Cause, so um, really, they'd have to let them know in the next 24 to 36 hours, Dan, right? If you, Yeah, if even that. I, I would think I'd need to know by Friday, I think, to be fair to these teams – you know, just trying to prepare for a football game. It's hard enough to prepare. Now you're going, I, we can't even go to the facility to prepare. And that's what's really hard for the Patriots. And I, I know there's not going to be a lot of tears shed, but when you look at, okay, they, there are only three positive tests right now, but the timing of them and the fact that they traveled are yeah. what are the extensional facts, extended factors that, that enter into this, Dan. So, you know, I spoke to somebody with the league yesterday. They said, you know, well, Atlanta played after they – I said, you know and I know Atlanta didn't fly. So don't bring up Atlanta. The Patriots flew after having a positive test, and we'll see what the ramifications are. I wondered when I was watching Kansas City and, you know, Hoyer and Stidham came in, I thought Belichick did a great job in what he wanted to do with the defense there. And, you know, if you had a, con, you know, a, a decent quarterback in there, the running game would have kept – Patrick Mahomes off the field. Like they had the blueprint there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you're around this team. I'm I was just curious if Cam had played in that game, given this blueprint that they have, do you think the Patriots would have beaten the Chiefs? Yeah, I think that they would have beaten the Chiefs. I mean, they end up losing by 16 points. There's a pick six that um you, it's a, just a horrible play. I don't know if they would have been in a position to have that happen. The points taken off the board by bad decisions by by Hoyer and a, and a physical lapse by Hoyer. You, you have to say that it would have looked differently. The first pick that the Patriots threw would have looked differently. I think, that, as you point out perfectly, the running game would have been that much more effective with another factor in the mix, yeah. and the defensive game plan was uh, impenetrable. Impenetrable? Good. Uh, you know, it's one, of, it's one of the longest running debates in sports show history. Uh, I think you've weighed in on this. Julian Edelman, uh-huh. Hall of Famer. Oh, hot! Do- I thought it was hot dog sandwich. Or- no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, Julian Edelman's a Hall of Famer. If Lynn Swan's sitting in there and Joe Namath's sitting in there, you got to put Julian Edelman in there. And game has changed. Okay, you know what? Game- Can I just back that off and just say he needs to be in the conversation? Is that too hedgy? 
Well, yeah, no, I, I would let you get by with that. You have to have. I mean, a I mean you did backpedal a little too fast there. It's well in the Hall of Fame. Look, Lynn Swan is in there based primarily on his Super Bowl performances. And Julian Edelman's playoff performances are so absurd and his iconic plays are so absurd that when we talk about Art Monk or Isaac Bruce or these guys who compiled numbers over the years but never had monumental plays, this is the other side of the coin. You know, Gale Sayers was not in the league forever, but he was an icon, an iconic, unique player who was emblematic of something. And I think Edelman has been as well of the second half of the Patriots dynasty. Yeah, but at that position, things have changed dramatically. And and while I'll give you that with Swanee and what he did in the Super Bowl, absolutely. And John Stallworth. But, you know, that was as balanced of a team as we've probably ever seen in, in the NFL. You know, their defense, they ran the ball. And, uh, you know, you had great wide receivers there. But they didn't ask them to do that. Um, and I think nowadays you got to have a thousand receptions at least to be in a conversation to be in the Hall of Fame. It's like a running back. If I'm going to compare running backs now to Jim Taylor with the Green Bay Packers, then they're, if I say Adrian Peterson, Jim Taylor, you're going to go, well, of course, Adrian Peterson. Look right. at the numbers he put. Frank Gore to uh, Jim Taylor of the Packers. <laughs> Right. What's the difference between Jim Taylor and Frank Gore? The postseason performances, which on the highest and most, you know, highly leveraged positions and times. Usually with a quarterback, though. I don't know how much the quarterback helped him during the catch. No, no, but I'm saying that the quarterback, we look at your postseason numbers. That's where we elevate you to greatness. Unless you have unparalleled performances in multiple postseason games. And and Edelman kind of did. I mean, but he hasn't been a pro bowler, has he been at one time? Maybe. Yeah. If, if that, but I mean, again, that's, that's the byproduct of people voting based upon, okay. He doesn't play the same position as Deandre Hopkins or Julio Jones. It's a different position. The same way third down back is different from running back. And, And I think you have to allow for that to some degree. I just think that he's, it's basically, you can't tell the story about the NFL without Julian Edelman and leave it at yeah, that. And, and I think that we get too far into the, uh, how the hell do we get on Edelman? Um, oh no, it's been a conversation. It comes up periodically when we'll go, would you rather have Calvin Johnson's career or Julian Edelman? And then, then we have the discussion. I think we brought up Julio Jones or Julian Edelman. Whose career would you want to have? Probably Julio Jones. It seems like more fun, and I'm probably going to be able to have more fun on the golf course when I'm 55, 60. I just don't think Julian – I mean, he's just taking a thrashing. I mean, no, I don't care what – you know, if I'm walking at 40. Huh. I'm just talk, talking about now. Well, I'd probably rather have – I'd probably rather have Edelman's career. Yeah, I would too. I mean, you had the biggest moments, a couple of the biggest catches in the history of the Super Bowl. And Julio Jones had a great catch in the Super Bowl, but they didn't win. So Julio's I, never been in a parade. I mean, the, the, the games lead to the parades. Parades are terrific. What's the book over your shoulder? Oh, that's a book that I did with Julian Edelman. Yeah. 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 Mr. Objectivity. <laughs> <laughs> You're a knucklehead. Yeah, All right. Good. I'll let you go back to being an insider there. So uh, thank, okay. thank you uh, for sharing your insights with us. We had a good time. Thanks. All right. That's, that's Tom Curran, Tom E. Curran. He's an insider.
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.